0: Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices, I'm Erica and I'm Mila, happy Wednesday,
1: happy hump day y'all. <laughs> Today is a very special day. Can you tell we're nervous? <laughs> Particularly me. When bitches have nothing to say. Wait, 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 Speechless. When bitches who always have shit to say suddenly don't have much to say. <laughs>
0: Um, So today, um, we have a special guest. Um, We are actually joined by Danae of Black Marriage Movement. So happy to have you here. Thank you,
2: happy to be here.
0: Hi. Hi. Um, We actually found you through our tribe. They've sent over your videos and your clips Often, I think, because we talk so candidly about relationships, our relationships, people come on and discuss, you know, their relationships, marriage,
1: all types of shit. Uh Our problems with marriage, our problems with (laughs) monogamy, Uh our our exploration in uh, polyamory and open relationships and how that looks or if it can work. Um, And so, yeah, we've had a few people send send over
0: your page and I went down a rabbit hole and I was like, oh my God, we have to have her on. And we've been reading to reach out to you, mm-hmm. um, but you guys know, like, we've been really, really candid about uh, our relationships, our, our new relationships. Jamila's been, um, you know, honest about her relationship as well. I feel like I've said relationships a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> relationships, like, like, relationships. I think I've said that is it is. all about... What,
2: <laughs> what is the synonym for relationship? <laughs> situationship? A situation Entanglement.
0: entanglement, a partnership. A partnership. Um, and... Uh, yeah, like you know, we've talked about our journey in therapy. Um, both of us have done therapy by ourselves. I've never done uh, ther- I've never done therapy with a partner. Um, mm. I,
1: I I attempted in once with my baby daddy for a few sessions. How'd that go? We're not together. <laughs> it did not win. Um, it, it went okay. It went okay. Um, I so when we discussed um, having you on. Um. Basically, we had some. Erica and I have, be, because we've recently be, be gotten in relationships around the same time. Uh-huh. Um, where previously we were like anti, kind of, just because we were both really healing and coming out of relationships with our child's fathers, and just like how like that new uh, transition. Uh-huh. So we've had some di- some difficulties, uh-huh. you know, and we've been honest about the obstacles that you know just going from single to being in a relationship encounters um and actually today uh we have a special even another special guest uh i feel like we're on Mari in the other room <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear us <laughs> It sounds, it oh my god!
0: It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, cue the, the video clip of him, him and headphones head like dancing, <laughs> like, what? like all happy. Oh my <laughs> god,
1: we have to put footage there. <laughs> like that's just oh fuck. <laughs> Never mind. Um. So today it was Erica's suggestion because she's my friend that not only we have Denae on to discuss uh, deny deny deny. Okay. Sorry obstacles and just relationships period um but we are going to bring adventure bay in so that we can kind of discuss where we're at and if there's hope and you know more of me begging on the internet (laughs) (laughs) she's been doing some begging on the internet nothing
2: wrong with begging she's
1: been doing some begging (laughs) just slight begging everybody keep calm it's slight (laughs) Um. So yes. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and sure. how you came to be and how you came to do the um, the Black Marriage Movement?
2: Sure. So uh, my name is Deni Marari. I am the founder of the Black Marriage Movement. Um, I created that page because honestly, I want to be the change I want to see in the world. When I first got on the internet, particularly on Instagram, um, everything was it, particularly anything that sat in the relationship space where Black people were concerned was. Beyond negative, it was all babies, moms, babies, daddies, fighting, 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 side chicks, everything, and just function, dysfunction, uh, and it looked like there was no such thing as a beautiful black couple who was actually making it and, and enjoying a family and a life together. Um, and I knew that that was not true because I have tons of those in my own life, um, and I've seen them throughout. You know, my Uh, journey and I didn't happen to be in one at the time I had a broken heart at the time I was being neglected by someone that I was in love with and it was over the holidays which is never a good thing and um, I needed something to do honestly with my time I had hit a wall um, not just in that relationship but also financially a lot of work had dried up um, and I hadn't recovered properly from the previous recession and um i was just in a really bad place really dark place um i didn't have a mom because um she had had a brain aneurysm and um, she had to be cared for and we were separated um and then my dad had passed away so i didn't have a support system and i had moved about an hour outside of la so that took me away from hollywood which is where a lot of my initial work and my friend groups were so i was isolated that way as well and then i'm in this thing that's not working and I have a broken heart. So out of that, I really just wanted to encourage myself and give myself something to look forward to, something to look up to, something to aspire toward. Um, And I figured I'll encourage myself and I'll bring everybody else along. And that's kind of how it was birthed. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah. It's, so many beautiful things come sometimes out of... Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Yes. Even good moms. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Out of the ashes. So if any listeners are having heartbreak or in a down place right now, you're listening for a good reason. You're listening to hear this. And um, basically, don't fret because the good things come out of even things that seem bad in the moment. And we're a testimony of that. True. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yes.
1: Yay. Um. <laughs> So okay, we well Erica is in a relationship,
0: and um, we both found boyfriends in quarantine at the same time, basically. Wow, how'd
2: you do that? Well, I'll tell you. Well, dating, apps well, dating apps help. Dating apps help. And I'm so glad you're saying that because I have all of these clients who keep coming at me, and they're like, "How am I supposed to find love in quarantine?" And the first thing I say is dating apps, and I literally am like. Um, you just took all the pressure off of going out and spending all this time with somebody and not liking them. You can Facetime, you can talk on the phone, you can Zoom, you can do all this stuff, and there's no pressure to have sex. And you can find out whether you actually like, like the person. Yeah, so it's it's actually great.
0: It is. But what we did first before the I mean, we'll, we've been in and out of dating apps for a while. But um, me and Jamila you know, we talk about our relationships a lot. We've, you know, we've had our fair share of, you know, um, situationships and, and shared that with our listeners as well. Um, but there came a time where we wanted to, where we we're like, you know what, we need we to need, like write exactly what we need, want down. Yeah.
1: We need to put it into the universe. Because we need to ask God and spirit and the universe to deliver exactly what we want. And okay. so, and
0: you know, my mom also really inspired this too. Like when I was complaining to her about all my gripes with men she was like you know well, you need to write down exactly what you want mm-hmm. and she, the, the specific thing that stuck with me that she said was don't be modest don't write shit down thinking like someone might read this like yeah. write every single shallow thing down yeah. every little thing and then you know which she did tell me every little thing but like i could have even gone a little bit more detailed i think we all could have went a little more detail. it's so crazy because then you get it and then it's like oh but i wasn't specific about like that thing that I mm-hmm. wanted And like mm-hmm. what it looks like And how it shows up mm-hmm. um, But anyway we, we happened to Both Be on these dating apps And connect with um, Two gentlemen um, That ended up Kind of like Sweeping us off our feet And um, We both entered into Boyfriend girlfriend Relationship Labeled relationship. What in LA? Rather than, I know it's
2: crazy <laughs> Rather quickly Rather quickly And um, yeah. And by the way That's my experience with dating apps as well is more successful with that in terms of dating and then getting into a relationship right away Mm -hmm. and having something completely committed with no mess about titles, et cetera, like just completely. So again, I'm not saying any specific dating app, but yeah, that's been my experience too that you can be incredibly successful on them.
1: I think that one thing I've learned, I mean... (laughs) I'll be the first to say, this is Mila, I have many mannish tendencies, and I tend masculine. to date mas- like in a, with a masculine energy. I have very little expectation, and I'm like, you know, cool, if it works, it works. If it don't work, cool. So even this, this past relationship, he asked me, well, with, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, nothing. If, I'm not, he's like, are you looking for a boyfriend, is what he asked me. And I said, not necessarily. If, a, if you are boyfriend material, sure, but if not, um, that's fine too. And uh-huh. we can move past that. Uh-huh. But I think what we both, in writing out these these semi de- kind of detailed, very detailed manifestation lists, um, and then ultimately manifesting them in the same time period, I don't know, how many months was it like eight? We need to look back at that. <laughs> um, it was, like, very clear that it was there was power in writing it down. There was power in putting it into the universe. But I don't think either one of us really took account whether or not, specifically me, we were ready to receive what we were asking for and whether or not we were putting out ourselves. You know, we were asking for something, but was I putting out into the universe what I needed to do once that came like was I prepared for that? Was I that? prepared for that?
2: Yeah, that's it's interesting. You said, you know, we were clear we needed to write it down. Scripture actually says, um, uh what is it? Uh write the vision down and make it plain. Um, I think that's what it says. Um, I'm like, I had it in my head while you were talking, now I'm talking and but the point is, uh scripture talks a lot about, yeah, writing down exactly what it is that you want, um, making it plain so that if anybody were to read it they would be able to read it, even though I know um when these are secret desires and things, it's not necessarily for anybody else's eyes. Um, and now that I've done all of that, I forgot what your question was. What was your question?
0: Um, no, oh, it, was, it was more the it was more so that we did all this work, but we're, uh, we, we weren't, weren't ready prepared. to receive. Yeah,
1: and, like, and, and I think that like, oh, dating apps, you have to assume most of the time in LA, maybe not like seventy percent of the time, the guy on the other end also wants that, and so when it ha- like. It happens, it's like, Oh, that's because this person was also seeking this out mm-hmm. and that's why I think relationships when both parties are really wanting that. Right, right. They're, why? Not, just it to, so they're quickly. not just there to fuck. Yes. It's on that you have to open it in the middle. Oh. Erica does not use a
2: grinder. I I think with what you were saying before, um, it was still progress. And by that what I mean is you don't have to know everything. You know what I mean? Um, in other words, every single Rome wasn't built in a day, but every single thing that happens, like you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. So, what you guys did was you were both in a situation you didn't want to be in, single, um, and you're like, I want to actually have some companionship. I'm going to take some action, and so you wrote things down. You got you sought advice from Sage, from your mama. And she gave you some wisdom. You actually put that into action. And so this is all a process. It's all a part of the work of making something happen. Then you call these two men in, and it's like, whoa, I forgot a couple steps. You didn't forget a couple steps. This is part of the process. So there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, oh, I guess if I'm gonna ask for a guy who's fit, maybe I should work out too, so we have <laughs> something
1: in common.
2: All righty then. Oh my so, God, that's
1: true. Yeah,
2: so it's like, it's not, and I, I'm saying it that way because I'm like, it's not a bad thing. It's just, okay, add something else to the list. Now, now that I got the guy who's very, I don't know, fashion conscious, let me update my wardrobe. Let me, you know what I mean? So that we're actually compatible and we match. So it's not necessarily a bad thing that, you know, And I wouldn't even say you forgot it. I would say with a process, anytime you start a process, like, for instance, if I were just about to get a Ph.D., right, I'm going to get on campus. I'm going to prepare as much as I can before I get there. Once I get there, there's going to be a whole host of stuff I would have never known to prepare for that I'm going to, you know, interact with once I get there. So I think that's what it is. And, you know, kudos. You started the process. Keep going. Okay.
1: So there's hope. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah also I I'm hopey changey I'm super optimistic I'm not a negative what's your I'm a Virgo I'm, um, ah. the day after Beyonce I'm the fifth oh okay so I'm the fifth
1: Adventure Bay is also a Virgo mm. um and, and in with, with saying that and with your hope and your love like your high hopes and mm-hmm. your positivity which I love I'm mm-hmm. very I, thought, I was hoping you'd say you're a cancer like me <laughs> um <laughs> I think that we've all, like, I, I've come to the conclusion, just like you said, when you started mar- the black marriage movement, mm-hmm. you didn't see a lot of representation of what that looked like. Yeah. There is an absence of, re- like, absence of black love representation, and that's why there's the black love movement, mm-hmm. and there's the black marriage, you know, the black marriage mm-hmm. movement, and there's, like, all these things pressing this this agenda because we don't see it that often, and even for me, and even, I know, for Eric, well, not, I mean, even for me, the, the example in, in, in my household that I saw of black love... They, my parents were married. They're still legally married. Um, I had them both my whole life. So it wasn't like one parent was absent or, you know, like what made you, other people may think the black family looks like. But within that, there were issues. And that was what I grew to think was normalcy. Mm-hmm. And then there's not a lot of places to ask and there's not a lot of places yeah. to guide. And um so we asked some of our people kinda of last minute if they had any questions. And um so we want to give like the opportunity for you to kinda of touch. Take on a look those. at some of the questions? Yeah. It's only Left like two. You. It's only okay. like two. Um okay. I, I think one of them was um You have my phone? Which by the way, you know,
2: uh, I think there is an assumption if you grow up in a two parent home that it was Shangri La and, no, it's just we're trying to get people actually into the home. And then once we're, we're in, in the there, home, it's whole now there's a Exactly. Right, it's just right. a totally different level of things that still need to be worked out and, and that if, usually people are not born with the skill sets for. Right.
1: And, and, and now that I look at my parents and, like, how fucked up they were, they didn't really have the answers. And so now I don't really have the answers. But I'm finally, because I'm not good at this – realizing like maybe that affects how I love and how Ooh. I am in relationships Ooh. and now as I'm 32-year-old woman with a child and I'm and I'm having to un you know un dig that shit and kind of like unravel it unravel an it and yeah. then see, you know come to terms with how that affects me mm-hmm. or how it has affected me so I just want to have this opportunity to open up the floor to the two people <laughs> who <laughs> who asked questions so generously okay
0: um, so we have a question from anonymous, and it is: If you have a huge communication block between husband and
2: wife, what can they do to break that communication barrier? That's a really good question. Um, I my first response is always seek counsel. Always, um, one of the things that I'm really good at is uh, I'm a couples whisperer, so. I can listen to the way that a couple fights and I can usually hear what their dynamic is, what the difficulties are, and what's actually happening. Um, a lot of what happens with conflict um, falls into a couple of different categories. One would be the masculine feminine, which I'll get into in just a moment. Um, another would be they're not actually, it's style, but, um, okay, so finish your sentence. They're not actually arguing their points they're arguing about the way that they speak, and so it's like their their argument is all up here, and the issue is down here, and they never get to the issue. Mm. So, and if they do get to the issue, there's so much noise around the issue; it's not a clean communication. So, and a lot of people have no idea that they're doing this. One example of that would be um, he never takes out the trash and she's sick and tired of it and she's told him 20 times and he doesn't do it and so she's like you know I, I they come to me and they're like she's like oh I've told him and I'm like well have you asked him well I've asked him 20,000 different times and I'm like okay tell me typically like the last time you asked him to take out the trash tell me exactly what you said and she's like babe I'm sick and tired of blah 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 you never do this you never do that and why do I always have to do that and I'm like you didn't ask him You never asked him. You complained. You told him what he doesn't do. You told him what you don't appreciate. And how many times. (laughs) And how many times he's not listening to you. And if I were to communicate a need that I had from you in that manner, how likely would you be? To reciprocate. Thank you. Or even if you took the trash out, you kind of hate me. For the way that I communicate. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'm not acknowledging anything that you do for me. I'm not appreciating you. And in addition to that, I'm complaining. Nobody wants to hear complaining. It's one of the things that kills relationships and everyone feels entitled to it. So part of what I do in my work is I teach couples how to how to argue in a way that your spouse can actually hear you because 90% of communication is not verbal. So 10% of communication is what you're actually saying. 90 is how you say it. But most people don't pay any attention your to that. Your delivery and yes. your body language. Yes, and your body language, energy, tones of voice, gestures, facial um, expressions, all of that. You know, even body Touch, gestures. Yeah. Yes! No, I, re- I relate to that. Cause, all I mean, of it. now
0: being in a relationship with someone who is, ex- he's very um, sensitive. And he's emotional. And,
2: you know. and Men so- are more sensitive on the inside than women. Yeah, I always. believe
0: that. And, so, and I'm sensitive, too. And I believe that we both are... Empaths and so we can really feel energy. Uh-huh. So like when his energy shifts just the slightest, uh-huh. I'm like, what's going on? Uh-huh. And then I'm like, why are you invading my energy uh-huh. I was fine, and now you're bringing this energy, and I'm like, what's happening here? And like and like that on top of like facial expressions and. So that by the time we're actually talking about what the actual issue is, yes. there's been all these you're other, other things. you yes. already annoyed. Yes. And, I and I now can't you're even get tired, tired of, yeah, yeah. Can't you don't, don't like them anymore. You're like,
2: I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Go <laughs> give me a glass of wine. I'm done. Don't yeah, that's know. what happens. It's so
0: true. It's so true. And yeah, it's actually funny because we had an argument the other day and like he said something that I thought was really rude. And I, and in the moment I was like, er, let's rewind. You just said something that really hurt my feelings. And he's like, well, I didn't mean it like that. I actually meant it this way. And I was like, yeah, but you said it like this. So therefore, now I can't even hear what you said anymore. Mm-hmm. Because all I'm thinking about is what what you said, but what you didn't mean. Mm-hmm. But now I'm thinking that's what you actually said. And it's like, I mean, part of it's my fault, too. Because I just like, you you couldn't, I couldn't let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's, you got, You do. You Listen, when I interview married couples who have been married for 20, 30, 40 years, um, and, up, forgiveness is right on the docket. And I mean, they will say we forgive each other every single day because if you nitpick, y'all ain't going to make it because there are a thousand things to be offended about every single day. So that is, that is definitely in there. And that goes along with, you know, um, I, I'm preferential to scripture. So the love scriptures are my favorite. Um, first Corinthians 13, um, In the amplified version. uh, Verses four through eight where it's, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love is not self-seeking, love always believes the best of the other person at all times, you know, Um, it's not prideful, it's not arrogant, it's not puffed up, you know, all these different things and it's like, that's what it looks like in action and so um, love always forgives love always believes the best of him and even when you're fighting there's another scripture that says basically you know don't let the sun go down on your anger um and if you study that scientifically which you know i have mentors on both sides i have like religious mentors and then i have like totally biological all science mentors and it's funny because the scripture and the science matches up but um if you if you do not handle and resolve your conflicts in that day when you go to sleep, Your, uh, uh, I'm going to say the limbic system, but I don't even know if that's accurate, so I don't want to say that. Your brain is going to want to erase, for the purpose of storing information for the next day, whatever was not resolved. So then when you come to me tomorrow and you're trying to deal with it, I don't even really, I can't really connect with it in the same way, because your brain is trying to do like a fresh wash every evening. So you should be resolving conflict that day. If you are, yes, you
0: really believe that. Yes,
2: I do. Okay. I do, that. and uh, I do. I believe both. I just told you the no. science. Are and you sure? Sh- are you, sh- are you sure? Are you sure? Yes, I'm positive. You should resolve it that day. That's first of all.
0: do not. I don't know.
2: I I think you <laughs> should resolve it that day. If you cannot resolve it that day, you need to do it as close to that day as possible because new issues are constantly coming up. And um, you also get into danger a lot of times with people who are, like, not wanting to go through the past, et cetera. Um, but there's a really good skill set from um, Drs. Les and Leslie Perot, who are a marriage and family therapists, who are also um, professors uh, who lead this really popular class on relationships at Seattle University. Um, and they've been in the business forever. And they have this tool that they use with relationships called withholds. And so um, what happens is if you don't get it handled that day, say, you know, a week has gone by, life is happening, and a couple things annoyed me, but I didn't really get the opportunity to talk about it. Um, You just go, babe, um, I'd love to share some withholds. Do you have some time? You always make an appointment, particularly with a man, particularly with a masculine man, Um, which is the other thing. While I'm over here, I'm, I'm coming back to where I was at first, and I said there were two different things. The first one was if they're arguing, you know, um up here and it's all about the language etc or the body language and all these different things the second thing that typically um happens when people when couples are arguing a lot is it's energy based so um that takes more of an explanation but basically romantic relationships aren't like any other relationship they're based on a magnet because they're based on attraction right exactly the polarity factor there you go so i've been reading there you go so (laughs) because of that There must be a masculine and a feminine in every romantic relationship. Other relationships doesn't matter. But But it doesn't necessarily have
1: anything to do with gender. It has
2: has nothing to to do do with gender. gender. And yeah, so romantically, uh, there must be a masculine and a feminine, which is why I didn't say a male and a female. Because the reality is, you can have two men, you can have two women, you can have one man, one woman. Um, But there must be opposites in order for there to be attraction. If you have two men and two women the the rules stay the same, which is so easy to remember, which is they must pick. there got to be a top and a bottom. There has to be a feminine butch. You have to because somebody has to be respected and someone has to be cherished in order for you all to, to operate romantically where there's an attraction. So where couples um, mess up a lot with their language is how to explain this? There are ten points in every relationship. Okay, five points for the masculine, five points for the feminine. Um, the masculine, whoever decides that they want to be the masculine, is going to be respected just by virtue of showing up. The feminine is going to be cherished just by virtue of showing up. That affects your language because what you're going to respect in the masculine is the thinking. What you're going to re- what you're going to adore and cherish in the feminine is her feelings. And so when I show up. And first of all, make an appointment with you because I'm going into a different uh, part of your bl- a different part of your brain in order to teach, preach, bitch, moan, complain, but whatever it is that I want. Let me interrupt
0: I- you, but I just feel like sometimes when you make an appointment with a nigga. They be thinking they're in trouble. Okay, and then they get like nervous, absolutely. and then they be like, "Oh my God, I'm in trouble." I'm and so glad you already, said that. It already starts to think. I'm, I'm was... so glad
2: you said that. If he is if he is anxiously attached, you are absolutely Sorry. right. He wants to go do anything other than then be there for that conversation. So you're right. It, and find out if you have that caveat to an appointment. So the first is make an appointment just so he knows you respect him. If you do this and you discover that your particular Negro happens to be anxiously attached and that doesn't work, then you got to trick him. So, the way that I mean, you do that yes, is, wait, you, you just do, yeah. So, here's how you trick him. Um, oh, you trick you, him? I thought you said check him. No, you, no, 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 no. No, no, like Checking it. is disrespectful. I, so I do not you teach you how to check him. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no, no. No, I'm going to teach you how to love him. I'm just kidding. So, the way you do it is, yeah, if he's anxiously attached, then what you do is you invite him to do something that he already likes to do. So if that's dinner, you make him his favorite meal. If if he's a sports fan, you invite him down to his favorite sports bar and you guys enjoy yourself for half the date, which is funny because um, uh, I actually got that from Hill Harper and it's the same as my theory. But basically, you're going to get him into a comfortable environment because you have to have your meeting. Mm-hmm. So um, you're... What you're asking him to do is something that he's going to do versus something that he would run from. Oh my like, got it, got yeah. It. So you
0: got to know your audience. Yes. So
2: know your audience. So if he's like that, then you invite him in to do something that you want to do. If you take him to a sports bar, then you watch the first half. You order your wings. You know, you order a couple of beers, um, whatever. Have a shot, whatever you want to do. And then during halftime, not during the game which is... Don't interrupt his game, ladies. No, do not. Because y'all be... And this is... That's symptomatic of the first style. Perfect example. You come in. He's watching the game. You interrupt the game. Or you take him out. You do all of this. But you start talking to him during the game. He doesn't listen. And you go, it doesn't work. No, I didn't tell you to interrupt the game. He's not going to listen now. And you're disrespectful for for interrupting his game with your communication. So I don't advise that. You wait for halftime. He's nice. He's full, He's saucy, and then you go. <laughs> yes, and Man, then you go. Please. So, babe, there's something I want to talk to you about. Oh God, I and mean, then he goes. That's how that you fuck. <laughs> exactly. Go, Too late. To You're ball. there. The hey, if you didn't run, I wouldn't have to set you up. But since you run, I gotta do what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. So that's how you do it. Um, but yes, you you um, with the women. The man, it's the man's responsibility, or rather, it's the masculine's responsibility to cherish the feelings of his woman. So a woman is allowed to feel anything about anything and to share those feelings with her man. And if he is her man and he wants to stay her man, his job is to ask her, what can I do to help you feel better? Because his job is to cherish her feelings. Where men are going wrong is they're not cherishing women's feelings. A woman is sharing her feelings, I'm uncomfortable about this, I don't like the way you do this, there's a woman who da-da-da-da and I'm not comfortable with that, whatever, and she shares it with him and he goes, what do you want me to do? Or, he's like, he dismisses, he minimizes, he attacks. The number one thing that he does, though, is, and this is where he's actually going competitive feminine, is he says, well, I'm upset about the fact that you have those feelings. Mm. What he didn't do is address her feelings in a way that makes her feel safe, feeling like, Okay, I can share, and I have a partner who supports me, and I have a partner who loves me, and I have a partner who is concerned with the way that I feel, so I feel loved. Mm -hmm. If a woman does not feel cherished, rather, if a feminine energy person does not feel cherished, they do not feel loved. If they are not loved, they are going to leave, cheat, or act up. And it's the same with the masculine. If you do not respect your man, which we are in a consummately disrespectful culture that embraces disrespect across the boards of men, no matter the race, the color, the age, the whatever. Um, And so it's in the culture. So do you mean like women not respecting men? All day long.
0: Hmm.
2: All day long. Women don't even know what it means to respect a man.
0: In what ways do you feel like us as black women disrespect men?
2: Rolling your eyes, putting your fingers in his face, raising your voice at him, checking him. (laughs) checking him, never ever ever check your man Um, you don't have to what's really interesting about the feminist movement, it was great in certain ways and it's horrible in other ways The, the ways that it's great is clearly equal play, being able to get a job being able to get a mortgage, being able to rent a house in your name or a credit card in your name, those types of things absolutely, but, and the advances in the workplace, but so many of us got so strong in all of those other things that we take that strong energy and then we Directed at our men, and they can't take it. And it is very, very disrespectful. Because
1: they're emotion- more emotional.
2: They are more emotional on the inside. And then what do we do when we find that out? We call them weak and pathetic and betas and simps. And we disrespect them verbally and vocally. And we blame anything that is actually their heart on ego, so we don't have to meet those needs. Mm. We dismiss them. We're very dismissive. Rather than... Y'all ain't going to even like this, but in some cases coddling but really what you're doing is ministering to a man's needs you minister to his heart you applaud him you encourage him you speak life into him you speak softly to him and not because there's something pathetic and incapable about you but because when you speak softly to a man you are able to calm his central nervous system and you're able to communicate things that you can't in any other way and you remind him She needs me. She needs me to do that for her. Oh, I forgot. Testing one, two.
0: Okay, Okay. I'm triggered because I just don't. I the
2: idea of you hate it. Like I needing. It's not that
0: I. I don't like the word need. I don't want to need. I spent so much time needing a man that like I had to unlearn all these things. That like it's not that I don't need my man. He mm-hmm. has enhanced my life in many ways. Mm-hmm. He has, I have taken some of his advice, mm-hmm. some of his advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and he always tells me like the, 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 I know that you don't need me and I love that about you, but I I, I don't believe him all the way. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I think men feel like they're supposed to say that to women these they days. They want to be needed. Mm-hmm. No, they, they,
2: they've been trained to say that to women because they know that that's like it's part of the woman's programming, which makes them comfortable with you. Men do everything for women. Every single thing they do, their everything they do, their motivation for everything is for women. The
1: women too.
2: I'm not saying we don't, it's but hilarious. we were talking about the men. So, okay. Okay. Men, okay. Women we do do. everything uh, for do.
1: I, I get around my girlfriends, and like all we talk about is niggas. Well, cool. Okay, sorry. Best subject in the wide world. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's you not. you said. Bad. But you said. Nine. Well,
2: okay, because I want to. I want to address both. Um, but you said, basically, you used to need your man and do everything for him. And, um, you had to recover from that. Um, I'm glad that you said that because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying do everything for your man. I am saying need him. You better need him. Um, I'm not saying do everything for him. In fact, um, doing everything for him is mothering him and, uh, M-O-M equals M-A-N. It is the job of every healthy masculine man to get away from his mom. So I wouldn't tell you to do that. Um, in addition to that, um, the recovery probably came because you, revol- you made your whole world revolve around him, correct? Yes. Yeah, I'm not teaching that either. So um, it's the definitive kind of, uh, it's the intricacies of what I'm preaching right, and right. teaching um, is that
1: what's triggering yes i've been in a relationship
2: and 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 really it's the pendulum swing of notice i said need a man and she was like i needed a man and i did everything and i'm like well that's no, the first no, thing too far. that's the, exactly so, so there pendulum like balance. Right, there must be a balance but also you have to understand your man but also how masculinity works how femininity works which one you're going to be and then play your part. And that itches people so badly, but it's the reason why our grandmothers are still married. And there's a whole generation after them that are not.
1: But were they happy? Right? Mine
2: is. She's been married for 70 years this year. They're deliciously in love with each other. Aww. They're adorable. They're still like, telling all the cracking jokes on Give each other. and number. This is all I'm saying.
0: So you do believe that there are roles assigned to female and
2: male energy i believe that there are roles that if you don't understand and you don't get with the program that are going to either have you competing challenging bumping each other out fighting each other off because your energy is going to bump you will either dance waltz together or you're going to slam dance and you're not going to understand why and much of that is found when i listen to the way that couples argue
1: no, I agree. I agree with that. Um...
2: And I know it—it—it it, it, it shocks every single ounce of our feminine sensibilities, but it's a reality. Men and women are different. Masculine and feminine are different, and. If you are a feminine and you want to be the cherished person in your relationship, and that means that you want to have him cherish your feelings, then you have to find a man who
1: actually wants to play that role.
2: And that's part of it, too. Women aren't having the conversation, do you want to wear the pants or not?
1: I I think my biggest thing is, like, I I have super feminine energy, Mm -hmm. and I really wanted I do want to need somebody. In mm-hmm. fact, I tell Erica all the time, I want to be picked up like a baby and carried.
2: Okay. <laughs> now, 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 here's what's so wonderful about that. No, and I love that. That's a really vulnerable thing for you to admit, right? And a lot of women will if they're telling the truth. The rest of them lie. I don't need that. Yes, you do. There's nothing wrong with affection. It's Okay. What you just described, don't Her, want but be.
0: hers isn't about affection. Hers is like save me so that I don't have to deal with everything. No, but
2: it's about affection, and we'll get there, and about, we'll get there, a, there. and we'll get there. But I just figure want it out, figure everything out, and we'll get there. But I just want to address that point. Assistant. I just want to address that <laughs> point be my because I think it's really important. You just said pick me up and coddle me like I'm a baby, right? That's coddling. So it's interesting. I want to be coddled. You want to be coddled, My parents you,
1: didn't coddle me but enough. You,
2: but you don't want to coddle someone else. Yeah. And I just told you that men are more sensitive on the inside than women are and they need to be coddled too. And so it's like, wh- we'll, when we hear our side of the story, we want to be babied, we want to be romanced, we want flowers and gifts and candy and rubs and we want all kinds of tenderness and affection and attention, etc. And all of that is fine. I advocate for it. But when I say that a man needs to be coddled... All of a sudden, we're repulsed. And so to me, it's like, why not just give him what he needs so he can give you what you need you without judging what he needs so he doesn't judge what you need, and then everybody's just happy.
1: I think the problem is, and I can, I think I can speak for both of us when I say, okay. we have been there. Okay. And we have done that. Okay. And it got us... Backward stuff, right? And <laughs> it got us not happy. And, and so, and, and I also think, like, I think that the, it's hard with the feminine and the and the masculine mm-hmm. energy. It's important that we read up on this and kind of identify it. Because mm-hmm. I, before you've said that, I recently was reading and it kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I lied to myself, mm-hmm. and I, and what I project is not necessarily what I feel intimately. Right. And I've realized that okay. I, I am needy kind of and that's okay but not really but like in the world how I present like it's almost like a sun sign and a moon sign mm-hmm. but in my my masculinity and my, my feminine is that I feel like I put out a lot of masculine energy you've said that in general Yes,
2: but, but you're also that, basically telling me that I know, inside so that's not who you know, actually are. are. No, but I, no, I don't. It's your it's your protection. I was gonna say I don't think it's confusing at all. I think that it's I'm absolutely. I'm such
0: a cancer. I'm a crab. I, I literally, I've like I, so I've never really seen Jamila in like breakup like desperation mode. <laughs> And to, I've recently seen it. It's a side of her I've never really seen before. And I was like, wait, what? Who is this bitch who says she's a masculine editor? Who is this masculine person she claims to be that's like, fuck all these niggas, try to play me. And it's And meanwhile, she's like, has he called me? Is he calling me? Should I just show up? I'm going to show up at his house. It's his birthday. I'm going to show up naked. Should I do it? We're not together, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to show him that I am wifey of the year. And I'm going to, I'm like, girl, what? Who is that? I'm like, chill out. I'm like, where is the masculine Or Wait, wait, I, I or to, 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 or, wait. wait or
2: that's who she is. No, and that's, and that's the no, truth. No, and that's fine. And so then, and my point is, say, I'm not lying. Like my else. point is, I'm not lying about that. Like I'm, it's okay that you want a man, that you need a man, that it is something that you see that is valuable in your life, and that you value it to such an extent that if it is ever in in danger of going away. You want to do whatever you can to try to hold on to it. That's not, there's nothing desperate about that. Or maybe we call it desperate and we just get comfortable with the word. My point being, you value a relationship and you're not going to pretend to be cool or to have no emotions just to watch the best thing in your life walk out of your life and pretend like it's not that.
1: I can't pretend. I don't pretend. That's all I'm saying. Get crazy. So she what's gets the crazy. problem? She gets crazy. So
2: then why not? So then why not just tell the truth about that and say it is? Oh what no, is. I am. I
1: have no problem saying yeah. I'm acting crazy because I'm stalking someone and I'm, I'm, I'm being <laughs> desperate. Right
2: now, no, I'm no, not no. going to encourage you to stalk anyone. Okay. Well, I didn't. Right, right. I just talked
1: about it. I didn't really stalk. But but I am talking about the feelings. You know. Um, I and, don't, I don't mind talking. Like yeah. What? No, I think. Um, No, I don't mind, but I'd be frightened.
2: Yeah, I'd be Ah! (laughs) frightened. And that's okay. Feminine women have feelings and they are feeling centered. And when they are honest with themselves and they are not in a damaged or a protective state because of previous trauma, they embrace that. And I encourage women to embrace it because I know the power that comes from that. It's not weakness. Vulnerability is not weakness. Falling in love is not weakness. It makes you brilliant, it doesn't make you stupid. It literally makes you more aware of what you need, what works for you, so you can make empowered decisions. And I think where you were saying before, both of us have been in relationships where we've done that before, where basically you respected the man and you were open with your feelings, et cetera. That doesn't mean you had all all the other traits and skill sets and resources and tools that you needed to maintain that. But that doesn't mean that coming from that premise was a bad place. Remember what I said when we first started? Harvard when I get there I'm gonna learn a bunch of other things on campus right. I could only prepare for what I could prepare for until I got into the environment you can look
1: at the syllabus
0: that's the what one, I, I always. that's what I've said about my relationship is that you know I felt like I've been preparing for this relationship i I Coin myself some sort of relationship expert but what I realized was that I'm, I'm an expert at navigating toxic relationships mm. and that once I got into a healthy one I was really like lost that, that happened huge. that happened what, what is this love? why are you being Th- so nice to that me that yeah. where's I'm, the drama I want to talk but where's the chaos it wasn't even like that it was just like also like I just feel like I, I thought I had practiced all these things and I actually had to put them in practice and I was like, Oh, this is uncomfortable.
1: I don't like this.
0: <laughs> so much I don't like, this. like I yes. even like asked for someone that communicates a lot and my man
2: communicates
0: a fucking communicator. Because yeah, you're you just a communicator. You didn't I didn't hit the put, level. And like, the now level. it's here and I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. But then I'm like, but please don't shut the fuck up. Right, right, because, right. Because, like, right. I actually want you to keep talking. Exactly. But, like, oh, but not no. so much. But, like, maybe just, like, half. <laughs> and like, it's funny that you said that, <laughs> like, you shouldn't go to sleep angry because he is, like, a very, like, he's an advocate. Like, he should be, like, the poster person for, like, we don't go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, we barely do. But sometimes, like, I be needing to. Sometimes I'm, right. like, just, I need a second. Like, right. I, we argued at well, 11 that's p.m. that's okay, though. With the argument started at 11 p.m. Yeah. I need to go to bed.
2: No, like- no. <laughs> that Okay, so caveat to the earlier rule, if you cannot come to an agreement in a reasonable amount of time because, That's- as you said, the argument started at 1045, um, then yes... You guys can break it off and go. Okay, maybe you're arguing for a half an hour. You cannot come to an agreement. Both of us have work, or both of us need our sleep. And you go, okay. Can we just time out this? Can we pause this and come back to it that's later? That's m- that's me. That's really me. Like I don't. There's mind, nothing wrong. With I
0: want to communicate, but sometimes I'm like, look, we've been talking about this for an hour. That you don't hear me. I don't hear you. I'm starting not to care at all. No, that's absolutely that's So, true. like, we should just stop because I'm liable to say some shit that I don't mean. I'm t- right, just because right. I'm like, I'm done with the just subject. Just because, like, I want to I just be mean so that it can just be done. Right, right. You, right, you also
2: have to
0: <laughs> you you come to a place and agree it. to disagree. Like, it's almost like I want to be like, okay, we're done, right? You're going to die for the night. I'm going to go to sleep. And then we'll revive you like Jesus in the morning.
1: <laughs> don't don't say you're gonna murder. I'm not gonna kill anyone,
0: but like I like I you thought about it. I have been in like when I was younger. I remember I had an ex. Actually, it was it was the guy we interviewed and we interviewed our exes. We used to have marathon arguments that I'm like traumatized. No, I ha- I've I've had that. I've we had would that. argue for like four hours. I've had that. And I I don't because I was young and dumb. I okay. don't know, and I would be like, and and Loki, he was a, a bit abusive and would force me. Like God, block me from leaving. Yes, like, that is a route like, of psycho. And it was just like I couldn't escape it, and so it was like we just had to do it. Um, but like now, are you better with boundaries now? Oh but God! Well, that's why I'm like I'm like if at 30 minutes we're not done, oh we're done. No, I'm done. Yeah, I have nothing more to contribute here. Like yeah. I don't have anything to contribute. I don't care what you have to contribute. Do you say that? No. Okay. No. In my head. Okay. In okay. my head. Maybe my face does. <laughs> yeah, I, and he probably sees that because he knows my energy and mm-hmm. he also knows when I check out. Like when we're arguing and like it's been too long and I'm, he always says, like when you get, when you're done, you get, you pick up your phone, you don't even realize it. It's true. I've noticed that That's I do that. Very dismissive.
2: Before. I know.
0: I know. And I don't mean to because I'll be just be like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? But like I don't mean to, but it's also. So why like, don't you
2: put a timer on it so that that way? He can feel heard. You can feel heard, and you guys each have so say you can, you thirty minutes. So, so say thirty minutes max for two minutes a conversation because you know he, you his, both his, matter. His efficient you. ass would be like, "That's great idea. <laughs>
0: Perfect. We're gonna put two, let's take it thirty-one minutes, <laughs> just two. in case we have one last fact to get in there. You can
1: one rebe- two rebuttals. <laughs> I'm just saying that.
2: it could work because that way. He feels heard. You feel heard. Both of you guys matter. Um, men, they need they need it as concise as possible. So yeah, like thirty minutes for him, um, and then thirty minutes for you. Sorry, I'm gonna feel like, gonna feel like such Sorry. a long.
0: fifteen okay. minutes okay, each. Okay, babe. So you have thirty minutes. Let's do it. Again.
2: Don't do it like a mom, though. Like, so you know, you want to do it like. So let's
0: start the timer.
2: <laughs> I mean, and, I mean, he'll probably embrace it as well. I'm but I'm saying,
0: saying oh, both shit. of you are honored
2: because you. Have a previous history of the trauma as well, and so too much time for you doesn't work either. Let's see how that works. Yeah, put a time on it. And I don't mean 30 minutes per person. I mean 15 minutes per person. Yeah. So that's in and out and done. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, and then it becomes an exercise where both of you guys have to become more disciplined in learning how to express your thoughts concisely. Okay, that's good tip.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I agree with that. Um, okay.
2: What was the second question? <laughs>
0: oh, uh, do we, we have time? Yeah, I don't know if we have time. Okay. We just, I think question—it might question. be a fast one. Let's see if it's a fast one. If
1: it's a fast I one, I feel like it's going to be in this. In this. Okay, f- okay. Well,
0: the fast one is. Oh, oh my
1: god! god I think one. a braid my, my DIY hair braids is coming out. Okay, well, no yeah, if it's okay. not fast. Oh, 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 it. oh, 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 you're good. Okay, mm-hmm. save yeah. it. Thank DIY braid <laughs> just fell out. <clears throat> god
0: damn it! If you have a huge community. Wait, no, this is not it. Um. Wait, where did it go? I took a screenshot of it how to get back on the horse after divorce introducing children balance of work children and dating it's it's not fast how to get back on
1: the horse after divorce I mean I don't know jump back in wait wait, listen to every single podcast we ever released yeah that's true listen to every good mom's podcast from the beginning that's very true and all the answers are there and also what not to do
2: and also (laughs) also get a dating coach I'm dead serious and the reason I say that is because (gasps) can you
0: recommend any ones that you I'm
2: a dating coach oh Oh, well (laughs) And the reason i say that is because i study the game so you don't have to and if you've been out of the dating game for a period of time um it has changed everything is different and people are not the way that they were when you left i promise you and if you don't understand the game people will run circles around you so i'm saying Invest in someone who actually well, understands what you Well, tell everyone and, where they can find
1: you. If they sure. need a relationship coach, Absolutely. She is available, she's available.
2: Absolutely. So, my name is Denai Murari. Um, I'm the founder of the Black Marriage Movement. I'm on Instagram as Black Marriage Movement. You can DM me there. And, um, yeah, I give sessions. I'm $150 per 55-minute session, and I'd love to help you. And like I said, I have tools, I have resources, I have ebooks, I have classes, um, and this is my specialty. Like I said, I study the game, so you don't have to. Just come to me, ask me your questions, and I'll download into you.
1: Conflict resolution, and since I have a lot of conflict, mm-hmm. and he's waiting in the other room, <laughs> you guys, Adventure Bay
0: is here. He's been in the other room watching sports oh, and like, drinking tequila. I'm literally looking oh, at this him. Is gonna he's, be good. He's trying like his best not to look over here.
1: <laughs> no, he even knows. He's not listening. Um, um, so should we? Shall we call him geez. in, lady? Sure.
2: You both so said it out at the same look so pretty I,
1: I just, know, I was thinking that. Really pretty. You really yeah. do? Yeah. It's because I had two days
2: with no kids. It's That's true. That's what I'm actually like, I'm growing and it's okay. I is like, gone. <laughs> is beautiful. It I am done.
1: Candle flickering. I know you're like glowing with like like everything. Is, is what happens
0: when you don't have no, like my man has been away from me. Kids, I been like, like I literally American American I literally like put a ban on everyone. I was like, Don't come <laughs> near me, she, she bitch. Me me piece, me. Like, <laughs> we recorded an episode, I was like, we have to do it virtually, bitch. Like bitch. I don't want to be around. I'm no one. fifteen wow. minutes away. I, I was like, Nope, internet. Zoom me. There Zoom it is. Zoom me. Well we have the secret now.
1: Um, Anyway, Adventure Bay is in the other room, and we're about to get the party started. Let's get it started. Ready over there? Yeah, I think so. I don't know what I'm ready for, but sure. (laughs) Okay, are we ready? Yeah, I think so. Bye. Bye. Have fun. Hi, Adventure Bay. Hey, what's going on? Nothing's going on. So Erica has left us alone with Deny. (laughs) And, um, she's here to therapize us. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that terminology. Come, please help. Help me. Yes.
2: Tell me what's going on. Why are we here today?
1: Um, we are here because Dax and I met in quarantine on Hinge and got into a relationship um, shortly after that, maybe like three or four months. And, um moved rather accelerated into our our dating process and our relationship um because it just happened that way and it's COVID and it's COVID and you know like yeah that's what happened but even even I I don't know even without it being COVID I still think that it would have that would have happened naturally Uh I don't I mean, like, I'd be dating, and I'd be on the the dating apps, but like I said before, like, I don't... Even though I said I wanted a relationship, I don't know if, like, I was really expecting that to happen uh-huh. because I've, I haven't... I don't come into a lot of... I don't come encounter with a lot of people that, even in a dating or romantic situation, that I feel like I want to be around long-term uh-huh. often. Uh-huh. So this happened rather quickly, and about a month ago, about five or six months into our relationship, Adventure Bay here, um, went through my messages and discovered some infidelity, uh-huh. um, and broke up with me. And so we're not together anymore, ah. mm-hmm. but, um, we are obviously in contact. We're obviously friends. We love each other. Um, clear he's here he's here <laughs> it's uh, first step yeah uh, and I've been ad- trying to advocate for the relationship and to try and um kind of repair it and mend it and move forward adventure bait needs some time and some space but obviously we love each other so we've hung out and spent time together and so Um, I guess my question is, (laughs) um, and in addition to that, I've also started some therapy on my end because I realized I have issues that are separate from him and actually this entire issue and the infidelity is not related to him. And Mm -hmm. I've kind of expressed that to him that it's like something personal. That, like, my behavior being scared, having fear, and like just falling back into old behavior because that's what I'm used to and what I'm comfortable with.
2: Your and old behavior is cheating?
1: Just being like hypersexual and like, I don't, and not only did I cheat, I don't have a really good reason. Like, I don't have a, a good reason why, you know, other than maybe it's, it was easy, I was scared, and, and thinking that maybe some, things weren't working out here for very shallow reasons and just like doing something that didn't make wasn't worth losing my relationship things were not working out here what do you mean no they weren't not working out things were going great but i think there was things i was not communicating uh, that were important to me Like, like what just that i wanted to have more sex
2: so you you wanted to have more sex. Mm-hmm. You did not communicate
1: that. I did communicate it, but he kind of like, I don't think he understood that how important it was to me.
2: So you didn't communicate the context.
1: Yeah, and rather I didn't like the response. What was the response? It's like, um, you know, basically that all that will die down eventually, what's important. and um, So it's kind of dismissive. It wasn't... Like, we'll see what happens.
2: Right, so it wasn't... You have a need for more sex. I'm going to meet the need. Yeah. Got it. Okay.
1: Even though he had it has happened. It did happen after. I got that, it. Yeah.
2: But what you at responded time, to at that time, yeah, was um, what felt like um, a dismissal of what you were communicating. Was it scared for you? scary for you to communicate that?
1: No, it wasn't scary for me to communicate that. It was scary for him not to in my opinion care that much. We're probably saying the same thing. Okay. Um,
2: basically vocalizing kind of a vulnerable truth and putting it out there. Um, and for you, you're saying basically once it was out there, the vulnerability is how's he going to respond? You know, is he going to hear me and meet the need? Were you aware of... oh um, You're nodding already. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, oh, what? Yeah? You were? Okay. Um, were you aware... That she had those feelings of that she felt like she had expressed something that was like a desire or a concern of hers and that she felt like you kind of rejected her or downplayed it or dismissed it. Right. Um, I definitely didn't reject it. I heard what she was saying. Okay. Um, I was like, well, we'll have, you know, it it was kind of.
1: all right, I'm going to stop right there. Uh, things are about to get pretty intimate and personal, and I do not want to put all my business on this internet. But if you want to get a little more personal with Erica and I, including with this therapy session with Adventure Bay and I, you can click the link in the description of this episode and go to patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices to hear me and Adventure Bay try and work out our kinks. If you have been considering doing therapy and have been opposed, I highly recommend it. It's very helpful, um, and I was initially opposed to it, but fuck it. Everybody needs therapy. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great week, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. La, 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 la. Oh. Oh. <speaking>